Yo, 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 the boys are here. We're talking NBA. Chris? Yeah, we are. We have All-Star Weekend Recap. Then we're going into a little coach talk. MVP ladder updates. And then we're finishing out with uh, a little preview of this coming week. Back into the NBA season. Back. Back so, into it. We're starting NBA All-Star Weekend. There's a lot of uh, thoughts going around on NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, thoughts is a nice word to use. Give us your overall thoughts on All-Star Weekend, David. Keep them general. We'll dive into each uh, piece as we uh, get um, deeper into this conversation. I think the one thing I think after watching All-Star Weekend is they need to change something. Okay. I will say this. I saw a tweet that said actually there was 5.5 million more viewers. All-Star game yeah, Sunday night. That was kind which of is crazy because everyone's dogging it. Uh-huh. Preview. Everyone's dogging it if you didn't know yet. Go on Twitter. But I will say was, I, think, I think something does need to change. Was that, was that for the All-Star game itself or was that for like the overall weekend? Do you remember? 5.5 um, million you said? Or just Whatever stat that you gave it. I think it was just for the... I said All-Star game on Sunday night. Okay. So it was 5.5 more million more huh. than last year. Okay. Um, which, to be honest, if we're talking... Not getting too into it, but I think the All-Star game itself mm-hmm. is actually like... Now it's become not as interesting. Like, I always thought the dunk contest was super cool. Three-point shooting's great. I think what they did with Steph and Sabrina was great. Mm-hmm. The Rising Stars is great. I, I just think the All-Star game itself... Especially when you come out and like Adam Silver and like all these big dogs come out and they're like, we're expecting it to be like, we want people to be hyped up. We want defense. We want compete. compete and they score 400 points. Yeah. And there was a lick of defense. And that's being generous. A lick would be a small amount. Small amount. Yes. Yeah. You don't get the whole thing. You get a lick. And that yep. was generous. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? I think that. It, well, it was funny because I was I was talking to my mom about it, and she texted me about it, and uh, I didn't really watch that much other than the All Star Game. Yeah, Sunday night. Yeah. Um, and part of that was because I was doing other things, but part of it was big wild guy. Yeah. Uh, part of it was I was maybe less interested in just like keeping up with everything throughout the whole weekend yeah there's a lot and i don't know why that is necessarily i don't think that there was uh a reason why this year versus last year the year before that i felt more like that but i don't know it just wasn't as like oh i gotta watch the three-point contest oh i gotta watch the slam dunk contest of a bunch of these guys that nobody really cares about in terms of fandom yeah. Not to say that people don't care about them, but just in terms of like NBA fandom, there's what one guy, Jalen Brown. That's it. If, yeah, I mean, there's what Mac McClung's in the G League. Yep. His Toppin brother is kind of a mainly in the G League. Yeah. And then I mean, Jaime Hawkins. I didn't even know he had hops. Yeah. So, cool hair though. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, we can get into it if we want to get granular. Yeah, let's... I like that vocab word, David. Uh, okay, Friday night, we got Celeb Game. Uh, yeah. Who was it? Stephen A versus Shannon. Shannon, yep. Uh, we both thought that... Stephen A's team on paper was way better. We did think that they were going to dominate. And shout out J. Cole for keeping us honest. Uh, J. Cole are J. Cole. Yes. <laughs> they got dominated. Yeah, and I'll say this, and I think I think obviously the celebrity all star game is one of those things that's great, but I also think it's it's kind of similar. Like, I mean, it's just a bunch of random celebrities playing, and I think they made it fun with the court and made it fun with like there was potentially like in the last x amount of minutes of the half, it was like oh, double your points or something. Michael Parsons was way better than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, he scored like thirty some points. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. he dominated. He's a freak athletic, and then he's yeah. a freak athletic too. But I think it's just like when you look at it like that, it was kind of one of those things like Puka Nakua played. Yeah, for oh. the same team. Yeah, he just—it was kind of one of those things where I don't think you missed much if you didn't watch it. Right. I mean, it was cool. It's fun, but that's pretty typical of the celebrity yeah, game. Yeah, that's great to get them, and it kicks off the weekend. But I also think it's one of those things. So like then that. we got the Rising Stars little tournament. I think yeah. was this the first year that that happened? Well, they've always do. I thought they used to just do Rising Star game. Right, and then you had the rookies versus the second returning year. guys. Yeah. I think it was second year primarily, maybe a handful of, uh, of third-year guys, but primarily like returners versus the rookies. Yep. Um, but I want to say this is the first year that they broke it up into those four teams and did a little mini tournament. Yeah, I think this is the first year for sure. The biggest thing about that was the G League team shocked the one of the uh, the NBA teams. Yeah, and, and we did give the G League any. We did not think that there was a chance that they were going to win, but yeah. they beat Wembenyama's team. Which was good. Good for them. There's, I mean, there's a lot of talent, and I think if you just kind of show up. I mean, I think the premise of the All-Star Weekend, I think when you're talking about the All-Star Game and these games, mm-hmm. it's who cares more. Yeah. Like, that's all it's about. Like, you yeah. get these guys it who, helps. like, Wembenyama's team has very good players, but they actually also play in the NBA, so they have mm-hmm. more to care about. Yep. No offense to the G League guys, they don't really have that yet, so it's like this is our rising potential or chance yep. to show out. It's kind of like the same thing with Mac McClung. It's like this is his chance. He cares more care than and, the other guys. Yeah, than more than G League. That's a good way to put it. Uh, did anything stand out to you on Saturday night? You got the Team Pacers winning the Skills Challenge. I think, honestly, you probably could have called that, Yeah. that they were going to care the most about it. Uh, going back to your point about who's going to win something, you just got to care. Yeah. Uh, and then slam dunk contest, Mac McClung won that. And three-point contest, day mm-hmm. one again. Yeah. And like I said, the three-point contest was probably the most exciting out of the three, which is surprising in my eyes. Like I said, I really didn't sit down and watch a ton of them. I actually did rewatch the dunk contest because I wanted to see. But mm-hmm. When it was hard because it was like the, and I'm not sh- taking shots at anyone, but like Ant obviously didn't care. Yeah. He was doing it left handed. So right. that was a bummer. Scotty Barnes shooting it backwards. Backwards. And so court. it was like they were almost giving it to the Pacers. Pacers yeah, which, pretty much. And the Pacers actually took it decently serious and mm-hmm. they deserved to win. And then it's like the three point contest is the only matchup I feel like you everyone's at the same boat because you're all shooting the same amount of balls. Yep. And so that's probably the most fair one. Yep. But, I mean, I think that was fine. And then I think, I will say this, the one thing I would like to see with the Mm -hmm. dunk contest is because everyone remembers it when, obviously, like, there was the Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon. Like, these dunks were crazy. Gerald Green. Gerald Green. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like it, like Dwight Howard used to. I mean, there was yeah. guys that used to show up. Yeah. Definitely. Now it's like you got guys who literally are dunking over a guy sitting down, Jalen Brown, and it gets forty-eight. Like most NBA players could probably do that. Probably, yeah. And then at least any that are interested in dunking. interested, and anyone that have decent decent hops. But my thing is, here's my thought: potentially, you get some of these guys who are on TikTok, do whatever. These guys mm-hmm. who and you. You basically do like a mini tournament and mm-hmm. you take either two of them, three of them, whatever, and they go and do the all-star game. Yeah. Get the people hyped. I mean, these guys are doing dunks online where it's like, yeah, it's, whoa. It's wild to see. Yeah, there's like a guy with blue hair. He does freaking like. So that was going to be my next question. So there's been, I mean, I would say most of the people commentating on the all-star weekend are saying that something needs to change, right? Oh, I think And so uh, the two that I've seen the most are one being uh like basically having a like an open tournament for the slam dunk contest okay and um and like with like like everybody yeah anybody yeah yeah. and you have however you want to structure it a tournament to whittle uh whittle it down to i don't know two to four people that uh are like the best dunkers around the country you bring them to all-star weekend and that's the slam dunk contest i agree with that Uh, i think 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 also what you could do with that is like instead of just having a head-to-head like let all four guys if they win the tournament or do whatever each get two dunks and show out what they can do and just do a cumulative score because i think it gets to a point like, Jalen Brown was literally just dunking it with a glove on? Like, cool. Yeah, that was bad. I mean, dude, like, what are we doing? Uh, so then the other thing is some other people have been pushing for a one-on-one tournament. I think that would be fun. So it just depends. Like I said. Those are, those are kind of the main two. Yeah. It all comes down to who cares. Uh, gotta care. Is there anything else that you would like to propose? Or uh, do you think that one of those or both of those are things that would be beneficial? Do you think that making whoever wins the all-star game gets home court advantage in the uh the finals Did you see that online chandler parsons i did see that yeah. yeah i don't i personally don't think that that is uh the best option i don't think necessarily that's the best option but i do think it's having the right discussion to say like hey this needs to mean more to all those players on there yes yes the money matters in some sort but they're all top-notch money-made players so if there's nothing but it's like it's like just watching the All-Star game, like you said. Everyone knows something needs to change. Obviously, it's not going to just change overnight. But I also think it's one of those things like the dunk contest would be sweet. If it's about the fans, mm-hmm. let's let these guys who do unbelievable dunks get their showtime. Yeah. So here's I, w- I think that I view it a little bit differently. Um, I think that the most beneficial would be to make the changes for the overall weekend but to me, the all-star game doesn't necessarily need to be, like, this super big competitive game. Um, and, like, I don't think that a game where only one to two players from teams either in playoff contention or not in playoff contention should have the ability to uh, determine who gets home court advantage. I think that that's a little too far. So, like, to me... If you if they make the changes and like add different events to Saturday, if they change up the dunk contest or change up the three point contest and add in 
uh, more uh, like WNBA versus NBA type of things uh, for the three-point shooting or like different shooting contests. I think that that would make like the overall weekend more interesting to me. And then like to me, I don't know, though, I kind of agree with what Anthony Edwards was saying was it's like it doesn't need to be this super competitive thing. Like in, at the end of the day, it, like it's called the all-star break for a reason. It, you're, you shouldn't expect the best players in the league to go out and compete super hard for a game that doesn't need to mean anything. Yeah. I just think it's hard. I think this year showed it more than previous years where it was like, I, 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 it surprises me that the All Star Game was viewed so much because I can't believe people actually watched the whole thing. It, it was mu- very boring. It must have been me watching it strictly to gambling uh, wise. If you bet on something, no, honestly, I just thought it was super cool that Chris Finch was the coach of the oh. Western team. Yeah, I just think it was kind of one of those things. Like, I agree. I don't think necessarily for some of those guys, like they should determine home field advantage. I think that's different. But mm-hmm. I also there's other times like or other people that have said it where. Like, it's pretty cool to get the best players in the country mm-hmm. or the world. And it would be, I see it both sides. Like, it would be interesting to see them actually go head to head and be like, all right, let's actually play and play hard. I mean, it was what, two, three years ago when they played Team LeBron versus Team Giannis, and it was a point thing up to 155 or 157. And like, they looked like they all cared. Mm-hmm. This got out of hand very quickly, and literally it got to a point where you had Luca shooting half court shots for a two for one. You had. Literally, it, the difference was this year. I think there was not as many like cool, like flashy dunks. Everyone was just shooting threes. Yep. Which. Yep. I get it, but I think that would be the only change. I agree with you. I think it's hard though because it's for the fans and it should be for the fans. But I agree with you also. You don't want to go out and get hurt like yeah. an Anthony Edwards and your team that's is competing for the saying. top seeds. It's just a hard finding it. But. Yep. All right. I think that's enough for All Star Weekend. Yeah. Um, it comes, it goes, and now we're on to the second half of the season. Uh. Biggest news on Monday after All-Star Weekend was the Nets firing their coach, or I think that they termed it as dismissing Jacques Vaughn. Uh, so that happened. Any thoughts? Um, I think it's a team that's definitely underperformed. Um, underperformed, yep. Uh, I think they, didn't they also just give him like a contract extension? That I don't know. I think I, I, saw I mean it, it came out that uh, I th- want to say it was Mikhail Bridges was not happy with how the offense was structured and uh, he was structuring the offense around Ben Simmons even yeah. though that he's only played twelve games out of the whole year. So right. that if that's true, that's an alleged uh, remark. But yeah. if that's true, that's a pretty uh, tough look. Yeah, and I think that's been the biggest thing with. I mean, when you talk about other coaches that have been let go or anything, it's like once you lose part of the locker room or once you your game mm-hmm. plan might not revolve or the around best, some people. Or the best player. Or the best player on your team. You're kind of on your way out. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, like, hopefully if that's the reason, that's the reason. But I also think, like you said, it's a team that's underperformed. They're in the, what, 11th spot? Yep, 11th spot right just now. outside the plane. So, And I think it's one of those teams where you look at their lineup and you're like, okay, they're not bad. Mm-hmm. They should definitely be better than they are. Obviously, Ben Simmons has been – a huge bust for a while he just doesn't play yeah it's uh, i mean when he plays he's pro- he's fine it's a it i don't know it's hard to be a bust in my opinion if you just don't play like yeah there there's kind of a separate category of bust for that like greg odin he just got hurt a bunch and like couldn't play yeah but there's that kind of bust and there's a bust of just like not being very good yeah i think he falls in the bust of like the 
I mean, you have to can say never it play. He play. Yes. But also, I think that also stems from a personality type, or even like it, that. That definitely like some of these could be injuries, true. Dude, he comes yeah. back from sitting out for two months, and he gets injured the next game for right. a pinky toe soreness. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I don't know. The other coach news: Doc Rivers. There's a lot of talk about Doc Rivers lately. Yeah, we've hinted on this a little bit. Uh, we've talked about him being the All-Star Game coach. Uh, he's talked. I mean, that was probably uh, not as good for him being the All-Star Game coach because that gave him more press opportunities <laughs> to have to sit in front of reporters and answer questions. And now he's talking about, oh, you know, I was, uh, I came in and one, I. Just asked him, are they sure that uh, are they sure that they want me as the coach? And they said, yep, we we want you. We've already decided. And then they, he asked if he could start after the All Star break, uh, making sure that everybody knew that he became the coach before the hardest road trip of the year. Blah 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 blah. So, give me your thoughts on this. What do you think? Is he making excuses? Is he? Um, being truthful is it a combination what do you think david well i think we've talked about this too i think when you go to a new team it's always starts out a little rough mm-hmm. i don't think anyone expected this especially when you have arguably one of when you the go players. into the second best team in the east yeah second best team in the east you have a lot of good players um but i will say also i mean i if we're talking about the interview with or J.J. Reddick coming out basically saying he's a bunch of excuses. It does sound like it's kind of a lot of excuses. You look at the teams he's coached, mm-hmm. they all have very, very good players. Sometimes they underperform. I'm not saying Doc Rivers Most is bad. of the time. Most of the time they underperform for the talent they have. Yes. But I just think it's kind of one of those things like, if you're a coach and you really want to be there and you want to take this team to the next level, you just accept that the team hasn't been very good. The all-star break's great. We're going to get after it next. Mm-hmm. You're not going to say... Well, I didn't want to start till after the All Star well, break. I, I, know, I, I made sure well, they didn't second know. guess themselves. It's like, what are we doing? That's an excuse right there. Yeah. And it's like, dude, they said they wanted you. You got hired. Go do your job. Right. So I think they will turn it around. I think they're too talented to not turn it around. And they have one of the one to two of the best players in the country, in the yeah. league. Yeah. And they have good supporting cast around them. Mm-hmm. Good enough. And then they were saying, well, you know, Dame hasn't played all the games. Chris Middleton's been out. Oh, God. Well, Chris Middleton's always going to be out a little bit. But I do think it is kind of crazy at Shaq at the All-Star game, they were talking to Dame. Literally was like, Dame, I don't know if you know this, but like, you guys got to stop being so nice. Just take over the game. Like, this is, this is the time. Is that what he said? He, Shaq said it to him. He goes, I don't have a question for you. I have a statement. You and Giannis need to just take over. Stop being so nice. Stop passing the ball so and much. And what was the reaction? Uh, Dame or response? Classic. Okay. I mean, he doesn't. I've never, he doesn't really speak. He's a very quiet guy. Yeah, I, I didn't even see that. Yeah, so okay. we'll see what happens. I mean, maybe they'll turn around, but stop with the excuses. Yeah, just go out there and be better. Yeah, it's it. I mean, it's probably not a job offer that you decline. Yeah, if you want to come back into coaching. But or even if you don't, you're coaching one of the best players. A generational guy. Yeah, I guess that's that's a interesting predicament that not many people find themselves in is uh, being offered the uh, head coach position in the NBA and not really being sure that you want it or want to pursue that. Yeah, I think I'll say this. I think or take what is offered to you. Yeah, I think it's kind of weird or very in, I should say interesting that. Um, like, even when he took it, 
it was kind of if I was like the head of the, the team and he was like second guessing it, like, hey, are you sure you want me? And, and asking it, and asking that, I would probably be like, I think we need to table this. Wait a and minute, we, because <laughs> I don't know here's if we the want thing, him. You, yeah, like, do we want this guy? I know, yeah, he, I know the name is big and he's been a head coach for a long time, but is he right for this program? Right. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, it's frustrating. Next thing we've got is the MVP ladder heading into the second half of the season. There's around 27 games left, uh, give or take one. I believe the lowest amount of games that somebody has left is 26, and I think the most is 28. So somewhere in that range. Um, unfortunately, Embiid is... I, th- I think he's out of it. He's either he's out of it games. or it's like one to two games and he's not coming back yeah, for one to two games. So, unfortunately, he's out based on the new rules of needing to play 65 games. But There's been some talk about that, too. There has been. Not getting into that, but there's been some talk. MVP ladder plus their odds heading into the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. You've got Jokic as the favorite, minus 125. Okay. Shea, Gilgis Alexander, second... Currently at plus 210. Luka Doncic at plus 850 is in third place currently. Giannis plus 900 in fourth place. And then Jason Tatum. We're just going to give you five because it's a nice odd number. Mm -hmm. Jason Tatum's in fifth place plus 2900. And so, we've talked about this off air when you look at Jason Tatum. Great player, fantastic player. Going to be very difficult for him to ever win MVP because his team has great players around them. Very like you balanced. Look at, don't get me wrong. The Nuggets have very good – like Jamal Murray's a very good player. Mm-hmm. They have very good players. Jokic is obviously the forefront. Whatever. Everything runs through him. But then you look at the other teams. Luka, Donk, like Luka, Mavericks. Okay, sure, you have Kyrie who's okay. Luka's still the guy. Easily. He has the ball every possession. Shea clearly the guy and has mm-hmm. been playing very well and then Giannis is Giannis. So I think it would be I think I think it would be very exciting to see Shea kind of take it home. I think this year has really shown what Shea can do. I think it's less likely. Hundred percent. I think Jokic has it in the bag if you're asking me. Well the thing about the top four candidates, uh Shea is kind of an outlier because he doesn't uh, fill the stat sheet nearly as much mm-hmm. in multiple different categories as the other three. I mean, Jokic, Giannis, and Luka all have similar uh, ability to stuff the stat sheet, mm-hmm. score 30 points, and have 10-plus assists and 10-plus rebounds in any given day. Whereas Shea, it's he, his it's game points. is his game isn't really like that. I mean, he's on the are they sec, still the second best team in the West? Yeah. So they're he's on the, a really good team. He's clearly the number one option for them, he's scoring thirty some points a game. But he doesn't have as many assists on a consistent basis. He doesn't have as many rebounds on a consistent basis. So he's kind of an outlier uh, compared to the other top three, top four candidates. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be much harder for him um, to win it, I think, unless the Thunder make a really big push in this second half and like and become the number one seed in the West and go on a pretty good run here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, 100%. Like you said, I think the, like you said, I think the reason he's, 
gotten the publicity is because the Thunder have kind of exceeded what they've done, and he's yep. obviously the focal point. But I think I think it's Jokic's thing to lose. I mean, he's Definitely. almost averaging a triple double like he always does. He has the good team benefit to him, right? And which definitely helps. I mean, it definitely helps your assists. It definitely helps whatever else. And it's just interest. It's always interesting to watch him play because he just plays so lethargic. But mm-hmm. he makes the right plays. He shoots it. He's like a Kyle Anderson shooter. He shoots it super slow. Always goes in. <laughs> Turnaround jump shots. It's funny that him and Luca, him and Luca, I feel like have similar viewpoints on playing basketball. Yeah, and they're two of the top four guys in MVP voting. Yeah, or MVP ladder. Yeah, I think Luca's very good. I mean, Luca's the same way, averaging. I mean, if the it's kind of the same thing. I mean, if the Mavericks can really make a push to make top five, top four, he's going to obviously have a huge jump in that. His but odds will definitely lower. Giannis and the Bucks losing is bringing Giannis back down. The Nuggets continue to grant they're not as good as they once were probably, and their record isn't showing it. But he's still, I mean, you can't deny a triple double. I mean, you just can't. It's going to be pretty tough. Yeah. So. Yep. We're fast forwarding to preview for this week. NBA wise, we're doing it slightly different. We're going to break it down into three categories uh, because it's a shortened week. We're going to have one per category. We might have more in coming weeks when we got full weeks. But we got three categories. Uh, the first category is game you're most looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA season picks back up on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then, so these games are Thursday to Sunday. Yep. What's uh, the number one game you're looking forward to? My game is Thursday night. You have the Clippers versus OKC. Obviously, two teams at the top of the West. Should be a very towards good game. the top towards the top of the West. Mm-hmm. Should be a very good game. I mean, you look at it coming off an All Star break. Everyone should be healthy and playing. There's no big injuries. The Clippers are kind of hopefully. Yeah, the Clippers are kind of rolling and they're playing very well and kind of finding their stride. So I think it should be a good game. This will be a good test for OKC to see if they can battle. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Clippers are almost people's favorites to win the NBA. Everybody, everybody is picking so, the Clippers. Yeah, that's my game. I agree. Uh, my game is the Bucks versus Wolves. They play Friday night, late night, uh, national TV game, 9 p.m. tip here in Central Time. Um, but we'll see if the talk of the Bucks is uh, comes comes forward and they're ready to go after the All Star break. I mean, the Wolves when they went to Milwaukee, they dominated them, uh, kind of enforced their will. Uh, so bringing the game back to Minnesota, I think, is uh, is going to be a little bit more challenging for the Bucks, but it's kind of now or never for for them. They, they limped into the uh, the All-Star break, so they're going to have to make a big push, and that's, that's the first game here after the All-Star break. Yeah. Next category of games, we've got Dog of the Week. Wolf, Wolf, we're bringing it back. NBA version. The NBA version. So, um, so this is uh, underdog, yeah, or team that is not favorited, favorited to win. That we think is going to win the game outright. There's no spreads, nothing. No covering spreads. No looking at the spreads. We think we are going to give you one team that is not as good as the other team throughout the week. Yeah who we think is going to win. My team, I know they're playing three of four to start. I'm taking the Orlando Magic at Atlanta Sunday, 6 o'clock. What would you say? Central time? 
Central time. Central time. Six o'clock. Orlando Magic versus your Hawks. We'll see what happens. I think the Hawks... The thing about the Hawks is they also... They're, I think they're a good team, but they intrigue me and in they're kind of disappoint me in the way that they don't play defense. Like, they've never played defense. Never. And so if they don't score, which also there's some games where it seems like Trey Young kind of takes a backseat and goes, I'm just going to pass it for 15 assists and get 10 points. Mm-hmm. Bro, you need to score 20 to 25. He has to you score have to, man. mid-20s for so them to be So I think that'll be a very interesting game. See what happens. Okay. I'm going, and this might be a shock. I think they might be at the bottom of the league currently, but... David mentioned it. Orlando's playing three games in the first four days after the All-Star break. That is a lot. That is a lot. For a young team, I don't think they can do it. So I'm splitting the difference. I'm picking the middle game. Front end of a back-to-back, and I'm picking the Pacers. Not not the Pacers. No, the Pacers are better. The Pacers are better. I'm picking the Pistons to beat the Magic on Saturday night. At home. The Pistons are at home. There's only three games. That night. The Pistons are at home, and I think, uh, well, I hope that they're well-rested from the All-Star break because I don't think they had one. Uh, they had uh, one guy in the Rising Stars. I think that might be it. So yeah, they, they Magic, should be rested. Then Magic only have Paolo. Yeah, but he played on Friday and he played on Sunday. Yeah, That's, that's okay. a lot. That's we'll a lot. We'll see what happens. Good player. Last category we've got is matchup we're keeping an eye on. This is going to be a player matchup, so one player from each team and uh, a matchup that we're looking forward to for the week. Yeah, so my matchup also happens on Thursday, Suns versus the Mavericks. Devin Booker taking on Luka. They've had some beef a little bit in the past, but then they're also friends. They're also who knows. First game after the All-Star break, both guys should show out. The Suns need to make a little – I think the Suns – need to show who they really are and start playing good basketball going into the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Kind of been a disappointing team, and so we'll see what happens. I think it should be a good matchup. Okay. Mine is going to be Stefan Jokic on Sunday. Warriors against Nuggets. Uh, both of these guys, I mean, Jamal Murray was a little bit hurt before All-Star break, so we'll see if he's back to full go. But both of these guys are pretty much the extent of the offense for their teams. Uh, Steph has to score 20 to 30 points. Jokic has to score 20 to 35 points. And so... Wait, what was the range? 20 to 35. (laughs) (laughs) He has to score 1 to 30? (laughs) He has to score anywhere from (laughs) 1 point to 50 points. Uh, But they... uh, they're pretty much the extent of their offense. Everything is going through them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that if the Warriors are going to win, Steph's going to need to have a really good game. If the Nuggets are going to win, then Jokic will have a good game. So yeah, that's why. Well, I think it. especially when you watch that Warriors team, like they're kind of playing well right now going into the break, but they're also still trying to find like identity-wise. They're trying to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Draymond's – I can tell you this for a fact. Draymond will not – be an announcer after his career's over. I disagree. Oh, horrible. I think he's horrible. No, I I did not like it, but I disagree in the sense that oh, think I think that him? he will be. I don't think that that's a good move. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, but him and Chuck Chuck is hilarious, but like they always everybody loves somebody that is able to like talk the talk and kind of <laughs> shit on people. Right. But has been in the situation. 
And yeah. Draymond is like the guy. Example A of that. Yeah. I guess in my opinion, it was I not want to listen to it. It was not enjoyable to yeah. listen. 100%. So. But uh, we'll see. Let's I don't see know. what happens. There it is. Big week. There you have it. NBA wrapped up. NBA is wrapped and done. Peace. Thank you.